The most common hate comment I get online is, you are so full of yourself. To which my response is, yes, I absolutely am. People throw this around like it's an insult. And I'm just like, what else do you want me to be full of? Like, yes, I am so full of myself. I fill myself up with self-love and compliments. I am not joking when I say I flirt with myself on the regular. Like, honestly, I hype myself up at doing the most basic things throughout my day because why wouldn't I? And the reason this, quote, insult confuses me so much is why is me being full of myself so triggering to you? In fact, why are you not full of yourself? Our self-perception is the one thing that stays with us 24-7. And you know you've perfected your self-perception when you are proudly aware of the fact that you're self-obsessed and you're full of yourself. A massive sign, however, of an insecure self-perception is getting triggered by people's self-confidence and then trying to bring them down by attaching these negative labels to them in an attempt to make yourself feel better. Another sign is this fear of like coming across as being too much, thinking things like, oh, you know, like, did I speak too loud? I wonder what they thought of me. Oh my God, I wonder if they noticed that embarrassing thing I did. How can I tone myself down so that everyone will like me? Like, nah, we are not doing that in 2024. And that leads us on to today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode seven of the Self Obsessed podcast. Today, we are going to be talking all things self perception, how to master it, how you can use it to level up your life, how to own your confidence, and how to get rid of any negative self talk or self views. So, first, we are going to discuss just understanding what actually creates your self-perception, what events in your life have led to you seeing yourself in the way that you do in this current moment, the effects that this can have on yourself and your life, the benefits that cultivating a positive self-perception can have. And then in the second half of this episode, I'm going to be going through all of the things we can use to change our self-perception for the better and level up our life and confidence in the process. Just a quick note, remember I have multiple videos on my YouTube channel, Tamcore, with confidence tips. And then I have a second YouTube channel called Tamcore Vlogs, where I share my daily routines. So make sure to check it out. Okay, let's begin. First half of the episode, understanding everything about self-perception. So first off, Self-perception is the view that you have of yourself. And this view determines how you feel about yourself on a daily basis. And then that affects your confidence and even the lifestyle you experience and your ability to manifest. Because everything you think and feel is mirrored back to you in your daily life experience. So from this definition, we can immediately see how important this is And honestly, when I started working on my self-perception, like only two years ago, I was devastated that it took me this long because it really does affect every other area of your life. But the good news is that ever since I transformed my self-perception, I started living my dream life, like for real. And that is not a coincidence. The reason that my life transformed at the same time was because I finally started loving myself. So I forgave myself for every past mistake. I stopped the self-doubt and I replaced it with self-belief. The more self-love and belief you have, the more likely you are to go after your dreams, to step outside of your comfort zone, to talk to new people, to try new things, to encourage yourself, to step away from bad habits. And all of those things help you build a better life. 
Now, let's talk about the opposite of self-perception, which is self-avoidance. I think this is just caused by a lack of self-love because basically you are neglecting to take the time to actually understand yourself and develop a relationship with yourself. So you rarely reflect on what you might be feeling and how you could improve. You don't think too much about your emotions, you just suppress them and instead you immerse yourself in distractions to immediately feel better. You refuse to take accountability or to even think critically about what you do and what your life looks like to recognize any potential behavioral patterns that are creating your current life or sabotaging your current life. Whereas a self-aware person is consciously crafting their self-perception every single day. They journal how their day went and how they're feeling in this phase of their life. They're reflecting on their values and adapting them as they grow as a person and as time goes on. They are searching up shadow work prompts to work through in their journal so that they can overcome any difficult emotions because they know if these things continue and go undealt with, that's just a one-way road to self-hatred and to an insecure self-perception. Along with this, your self-perception not only influences your lifestyle, but also your mood. Um, And I have had a really good experience with this. Like I have honestly never been happier since I started doing the work on my self-perception. So if we do a little rewind, growing up as a teenager, I attached certain labels to myself based on my experiences with others, Um, or what people said about me, the comparisons I made between myself and my peers. And as a result of that, these labels that I decided of myself were, I'm shy, I'm introverted, I am socially awkward, I'm unattractive, I'm romantically undesirable, I'm unpopular. And I also thought I was very academically average. And because of this, I felt miserable and unlucky constantly. But... Right now, as a 23-year-old, I would describe myself as, yes, still an introvert, that's probably never going to change, but with amazing social competence because I've created that skill. I am creatively intelligent. I am so beautiful. I love the way I look. I love the reflection I see in the mirror every single morning. I am so fashionable. I am bubbly. I have such great, positive, loud, goofy energy. I am desirable from majority of the people I meet. I am powerful. I have such a magnetic aura. And these are my new labels that I've attached to my self-perception. And as a result, I wake up every day feeling blessed because I have that kind of love and appreciation for myself. Lastly, before we jump into how we can change our self-perception, we need to understand the factors that actually influence it. So the things that have probably impacted your self-perception so far in your life are things like any romantic relationships you've had, your attachment style, friendships, um, your dynamic in your family, your values, your beliefs, your health and habits, any comparisons that you make between your peers. And this also links into social media. I think very recently social media is so big and it influences so many of our actions and also how we see ourselves. So um, I'll use romantic relationships as an example of how it can impact your self-perception. Relationships as a whole. So like friendship, familial, anything. 
So the common theme with relationships is that you judge yourself based on how you are treated and perceived by others. So if I use myself as an example, I had a family member who constantly criticized me, they judged me, they put me down, they even gaslit me. And over time, I internalized their perception of me because in my head, I thought this is someone who is supposed to love me and support me, but they think so little of me. And that then had a huge effect on my self-perception because I was like, how could I ever be self-obsessed when there's clearly nothing that this person who I value so deeply admires about me? And the same principle applies to how you are treated in your friendships or your romantic relationships and your attachment to others. So for example, if you have an anxious attachment style, your self-image will be that you are never enough because you always give more and therefore you feel this sense of scarcity where you struggle to believe that someone is actually going to come into your life not only someone, multiple people would ever come into your life to shower you in affection and reciprocate your love without you having to do anything to earn it first. And even if they do, then you are constantly afraid that they're going to leave you because you don't feel like you're worthy enough or doing enough. On the other hand, if you have an avoidant attachment style, you might always believe that you are just better off alone and you can't trust anyone. And as a result, you kind of go through life like a lone wolf and you see your, your self-perception is that you are just very independent. Okay, so now that we understand what self-perception means and some of the factors that influence how we currently feel about ourselves, I'm now gonna run through my favorite tools that we can use to rewrite our self-concept and to level up our lives so that we align with the highest version of ourselves as well as our dream lives. Okay, so step number one, before we even rewrite our self-concept, Let's start right at the beginning, which is letting go of other people's opinions. You need to understand that when other people say, oh, who does she think she is? Or she's doing too much. Or she's so full of herself. She thinks she's better than everyone else. All of that is so effing ironic because them saying that is a clear representation of why they think they're better than you. Like they are projecting all of their insecurities onto you and they're using these insults to relieve themselves of the insecurities that they're reminded of as they are seeing how confident you are. And it raises their self-esteem to start making up all of these flaws about you. And this is exactly why I named my podcast Self-Obsessed because this term has been used as an insult for way too long and I've had enough. If you take anything from this episode, let it be to proudly say that you are self-obsessed and that you can accept that. Your self-perception affects your behavior every day. So the best way to find out how you're self-sabotaging is to simply observe. This is how I personally found out about my perfectionism. So I had no problem getting my work done efficiently unless it was a big task. Then all of a sudden I had imposter syndrome and then I would procrastinate for days rather than starting, not because the task was hard, not because it was impossible, but because I was afraid of messing it up and not getting it 100% correct. That was my self-doubt getting in the way and that was me holding myself to an impossible standard. And I only realized that daily self-sabotaging habit because I just started to pay attention to how I think about certain things and why I'm approaching tasks or uh, work routines throughout the day in the way that I am. 
Okay, so once you've done your self-observation to realize, you know, where you might be going wrong, I want to link this into the next step, which is all about doing, okay? You're going to go from observing to doing. And remember how earlier on in this episode, I talked about how I attached negative labels to myself as a teenager and I was miserable as a result. But now in my 20s, I see myself as this beautiful, powerful, magnetic woman and I've never been happier. Well, the secret to making that shift was doing. I had to take actions every single day to prove my limiting beliefs wrong. So I started more projects and I even became an entrepreneur to challenge my limiting belief that I was average and I was unintelligent. And don't get me wrong, a lot of the times these projects I was starting and these ventures failed, but that didn't stop me. I was going to continue until I achieved something that was going to break that limiting perception. And you have to have that level of discipline and consistency in this process. Another thing I did was I started talking to strangers at events, parties, in a cafe, literally anywhere I could to challenge my limiting belief that I'm socially awkward and I'm shy. On top of that, I have literally never felt hotter in my life than I do right now. And that's because the action I took to get here was to take time to learn my personal style. I changed the kind of media that I was consuming. So I was instead now looking at images online of women with my body type, you know, women who had my skin tone and were celebrated. I also put effort into my appearance every single day because that's what made me feel really good about myself, you know, whether it be through a neat hairstyle, some makeup or even overdressing. I also started taking selfies regardless of how I looked and I did that almost every single day. I made a habit of it so that I could develop camera confidence. I would literally set up photo shoots at home. So like I would use props and lighting and I did all of this to bring out my inner model. So then I could finally view myself as model material because everyone deserves to see themselves that way. You need to believe that you are that beautiful and you are that worthy. I used to cover my face in every single photo as a teenager and nowadays I am the first one to bring a camera out or start posing when somebody is trying to take a photo of me and a group group of people. I never worry about how the pic will come out because I am the way I am and even if my body doesn't look curvy enough or my acne is showing or my hair isn't in the right place it doesn't matter because I've now trained my eye to see myself as beautiful regardless. It's like When people say that they're insecure about their slim body or their dark knees and they think it's unattractive, listen, I have both of those traits and I love them just because I decided that they are also beautiful. If you really think about it, you are allowing yourself to be insecure based on what you've been told by society or the media. You are just accepting a beauty standard that doesn't even involve you and you are judging yourself against it. So my advice to you is to create your own beauty standard instead. I always talk about um, the importance of creating your own happiness. Like a lot of people fall down by thinking, you know, when I get this certain job or this thing or this amount of money, I'll be happy. And there's a word to describe this. It's called arrival fallacy, which is thinking that by getting something, you're going to be happy when the truth is only you get to decide when to be happy. That is the only way you can bring happiness into your life. And I think the exact same thing comes with confidence. You can't wait until your teeth are straight from your braces or your hair grows out to be super long or you lose the weight. 
you have to change your perception about it. And that is a conscious decision you make when you look in the mirror every single day. The next step links back into the observation stage. I need you to sit down and really think about everything that has impacted your self-perception so far. So like get a journal out if that helps. So for example, if you struggle with your body image, why? Like actually question yourself, at what age did that start and where did it come from? Was it a picture you saw in a magazine that made you feel insecure? Was it a family member that made comments about you? Did you get bullied in school? What did what comments did people make about it that still haunt you to this day? Who told you that your body isn't good enough? What beliefs do you currently hold about it? And once you get clear about how your daily thoughts are influencing you, then you can finally become more mindful of your inner dialogue and changing how you speak to yourself. So an example of this in my life is I was really struggling to go all in in my passion which was social media and becoming a youtuber and I was struggling with it for ages and every single night I would go to sleep wondering if what I did that day was even worth it and I was just overwhelmed by all of the self-doubt in my body and I realized I really wasn't holding any compassion for myself and that perfectionism was coming to sabotage me again so in order to solve it I found a picture of my younger self when I was like five years old I stuck it up in my bedroom and as a result, I would look at it every single day, like it was always within my eye view, and it changed my inner dialogue over time. Because I was constantly reminded that that's who I am, and I deserve that compassion, and she deserves kind words. And it changed my self-perception from you're not good enough, to you are still that little girl who has such big hopes and dreams and you deserve to give it all you've got every single day and try your best and then give yourself a pat on the back after a long hard day's work regardless of whether you saw results that day or not. The next step is to start seeing yourself. A lot of people have a distorted self-perception because they're only used to one view of themselves. So for example, only ever posting face-tuned pictures, never showing your face without makeup, loving how you look in a mirror, but not recognizing yourself in a photo because you are constantly seeing yourself through the selfie cam or through a Snapchat filter. And this is like exposure therapy. So I always talk about exposure therapy with confidence. So if you are afraid of being overdressed in public or speaking to strangers you have to constantly every single day go out overdressed or force yourself to speak to strangers until you become a numb to the feeling of embarrassment and so this is the exact same principle you're exposing yourself to the real you until it becomes normal to you I've heard people talk about this um, online before. So people who have struggled with body image, their therapists have told them to look at their naked body in the mirror every single day for a full five minutes. And of course, it's going to be scary and uncomfortable and you might hate what you see in the beginning, but it is your responsibility to yourself and to your self-love journey to do it regardless of the emotion. Another way you can practice this is to post a picture online without editing anything out. So I have been insecure about my acne prone skin for so long. And when I take a selfie, I'll just post it on my story and you'll be able to see the breakout on my face, you know, even though I'm wearing makeup. And it's such a freeing feeling because it allowed me to just be like, yeah, that's normal. Like that's on my face. I don't have to hide from it. And no one's saying anything to me about it and even if they did it wouldn't matter because I have chosen to accept this 
What anybody else says about it is none of my business. Therefore, if I'm posing in a picture and somebody else is taking the photo and then we see it afterwards, I'm not all of a sudden horrified at what I see because I'm like, oh my God, there's acne on my face or oh my God, I look like this because I'm taking selfies of myself every single day. This, I know exactly how I look. I could take two pictures or 200 pictures. It isn't going to change. And that's the kind of self-acceptance I've now reached. Next up is my favorite technique when it comes to altering your self-perception. And this is creating a new identity. I had to do this and it honestly changed my life for the better. When you go through life putting yourself down, just like I once did, attaching all these negative labels to yourself, I think the only way out is to create an alter ego. So I started this when I was 19 years old and I just started university and I just created this alter ego. I faked it till I made it. And all that means is embodying these ideal characteristics until they naturally become a part of you. On top of that, I think it's also about creating a new environment. So this helped for me because I was in university, I was in a new city, I wasn't around people I knew at school. So I could kind of signal to my brain, this is a new phase of my life. I'm not associating myself with the person I haven't liked being for the last 10 years. But if you don't have the opportunity and your lifestyle is still the same, you can change it in different ways. So like change the layout of your room. It's as simple as that. Change your morning routine, change the way you dress. And this way you no longer identify with the old negative labels you attach to yourself because to your brain, you look different. It is easier to change your inner dialogue and your self-perception when you start fresh because nothing changes if nothing changes. So... Every day, you're going to embody the characteristics you want to have, and therefore, you will be aligning to the highest version of yourself. So you will constantly feel accomplished, and that is the greatest way to raise your self-esteem every day as well. Um, So another example of this is I never used to exercise as a teenager. Um, I just was really unfit. I didn't really care about my my nutrition. And it was something deep down I was kind of insecure about because I knew it was always something I should do to be like a fully functioning, healthy, good human being. Um, But I just didn't do it because I was too lazy. And my family used to just make fun of me saying that I was so lazy and I never went to the gym. And it, it was such a small thing. Like I didn't stress about it, but just like I said before, factors that influence self-perception are things like your health, your daily habits, your routine. And because I wasn't showing up for myself enough to even be able to move my body on a daily basis, that impacted my self-perception. So even though I didn't like it, I forced myself to do it anyway. I would take myself to the gym and I would start eating healthy. And as a result, I was living up to the highest version of myself, that image I had in my head. And therefore that negative label that was attached to me before, that I attached to myself and other people attached to me was now gone because I did an action that proved that belief to be wrong. A super quick and easy way to do this is by scripting. So I started this practice in January, 2023, exactly this time last year. And I opened the notes app on my MacBook And I basically formed a script of my higher self using a few headings. And under each heading, I just answered the question with a few bullet points of what my higher self would do. So these headings slash questions were, um, what is her mindset like? 
What does her morning routine look like? How does she spend her weekends? What is her appearance? Who are her inner circle? What media does she consume? What is her career? What are her hobbies? What are her daily expenses? What are her financial investments? And you can make up any questions that align to you personally as an individual or whatever life you want to create. And you're going to take yourself out of your brain, out of your mind for a second. And you're only going to think about who you want to become. And then once you've done this script, it's clearer to you than ever who you need to be. And then every single day, you just need to put in your calendar, in your to-do list, in your schedule, some sort of micro habit that aligns to what you wrote in your higher self script. And it's like what I said before, it's creating a new routine. It's observing where you're going wrong and then putting action to get rid of those previous limiting beliefs. Creating a new environment so you no longer associate yourself with the negative self-perception of your old self. And then lastly, the last step for changing your self-perception is about values and beliefs. Now, I already spoke about this at the beginning of this this episode. We already know that this is a major factor that influences our self-perception because people observe their attitudes and their feelings and they use it to define themselves which therefore forms their self-perception and it also influences their behavior every single day. So another example of this is as a teenager, one of my values was popularity. And because I lacked it, it formed a really negative self-perception because in my head, I believed that this was really important and it was a status symbol that decided how attractive and desirable you were. On the other side, I'm now 23 years old And now my value system is that I feel indifferent to popularity. Now I actually believe that a lot of the time being accepted by the masses and therefore being popular isn't a good thing. Because now personally, I don't want to be ordinary. I don't want to live the same life as the 99%. That is a simple mindset shift I made. I just changed my value. I flipped it on its head and now I have the opposite value. And as a result, my self-esteem and my self-perception has majorly improved because now there's nothing to compare myself to. I'm not constantly in this state of lack, trying to compete in this competition of trying to be liked by other people, trying to be a people pleaser. My new value system of not needing to fit in and actually owning who I am, it means that me just being me every single day and living in alignment with who I am is me improving my self-perception. How amazing is that? Another example is having the belief that you deserve to be a millionaire and it will come to you so easy. If you have that belief, even if you are so far from that financial situation, you are going to radiate rich energy on a daily basis because that belief defines who you are, like you already see yourself as a millionaire, even if you don't see the seven figures in your bank account yet. I personally do this every single day, by the way, (laughs) because if you really think about it for a second, think about your insecurities or think about where you're messing up in life. And then like we spoke about earlier, that observation technique, I want you to think about where does that come from? Because nine times out of 10, it probably comes from a negative comment or insult someone has made about you something that society says that you need to do or need to look like 
or a value that other people have pushed onto you. So like if you're in school and people think only one way of dressing is the right way to dress and if you do anything else then you're uncool and you are unattractive. And then that forms your self-perception for what please? Other people are never going to understand you. Other people are living in their truth based on their life experiences, their beliefs and how they've been raised. Every single opinion they have is based on their life. Why would you then take it as a truth to how you should live your life? They might know a few things about you, but they're never going to know enough about you like you do. You've been beside yourself your entire life. So you need to start trusting yourself and your values and your opinions and using that to form your self-perception. And that is so easy because you can wake up tomorrow and just decide to think something different about yourself and boom. I really think... To sum up, the worst and most damaging part of forming self-perception is what we take from our experiences with other others and what's been pushed onto us. So once you do your own version of what I did, which was, oh, okay, I'm in school and everyone is chasing this popularity thing and therefore it's a value of mine, which is really damaging and crushing my self-esteem as a result and then affecting my self-perception because I am holding myself to this standard and I'm not achieving it. So therefore I'm going to think badly about myself to, oh, actually this is just a value that everybody else thinks is important but that doesn't mean that I need to think it's important so I'm going to choose myself what I think should be important that will align to my highest self my dream life and what is going to benefit me such as living in alignment to where I want to go focusing on myself on my hobbies on my goals living how I want to live If I don't want to party, I I don't go to party and that's fine and that's normal and that's acceptable and that doesn't take away from how cool and amazing and great you are because you get to decide that. And that brings us to the end of today's episode. I hope you guys learned something today. I hope that now that 2024 has started, you're going to take some time out this week to open a journal, open the notes app on your phone or laptop to just script out your higher self script out the actions you can take this week, this month, this year to start proving your limiting beliefs wrong and instead aligning to exactly who you want to be. The kind of person who has the most perfect, most secure self-perception ever. I believe in you. I hope it goes amazing for you. And since this is the first episode of the new year, I am wishing you so much abundance, so many blessings and fulfilled manifestations all year round. You got this and I will see you same time next week for a new episode on Self Obsessed.